Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 78, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2! <laughs> it's a story. It's big! Never boring. No way! For his glory. Always! It's God's Big Story. Okay, so welcome back, my young friends. Today we are halfway through week 16 of season two, and it's our last week in the book of Isaiah. So let's go. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. So Marvin, have you enjoyed our walk through Isaiah? Oh, I have, Dave. It's just been so long. Yeah, you're right. We started all the way back on day 47, but that's the thing about Major Prophets, says a lot in there. Yeah, good luck Professor trying to recap all of that. Yeah, you know, I was thinking that, but he's good at that kind of thing, so well, I guess we'll see how he gets on on Friday. Anyway, Marvin, it is Wednesday, so shall we? Oh, you betcha, Dave. Do it. Hit the button. Hey, it's Wednesday. Everything is okey-doke. Here comes Benjamin. And he's gonna tell us a joke. Oh, Hi, guys. Hi, Benjamin. How are you doing, Benjamin? Oh, I'm good, Dave. Yeah, sorry, I, I got a bit distracted there. I was just playing some Wolfel on my phone. Did you say Wolfel? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like Moodle. Oh, I love Moodle, yeah. I got it in three guesses today, Dave. It was Moo. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that in case anyone listening today hasn't played yet. Sorry, everyone. Okay, yeah, we talked about this before, right? So those games, they're kind of like Wordle, right? Oh, well, I don't really know what Wordle is, Dave. But yeah, Wolfle, it's a game and it shows you a silhouette of a famous wolf. And you have to guess who it is. And then if you guess wrong, it uncovers part of the wolf's face. So yeah, you get six guesses. I won't say it today in case there are any willful players who are listening, but yeah, yesterday it was White Fang. Mm. Took me four guesses today. Okay, well, yeah, that does sound kind of fun. Although, I'm not sure I know that many famous wolves. But anyway, Benjamin, it's Wednesday. Do you have a joke for us? Oh, I sure do, Dave. Here we go. Get ready to laugh, everyone. Here it comes. Knock, knock. Oh, I love knock, knock jokes. Okay, who's there? A eunuch. A eunuch who? Uh, you knock on the door, because when I knock, nobody answers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you knock on the door. Uh, good work, Benjamin. Yeah, good work, Benjamin. I was not expecting a eunuch joke. There aren't too many of those around. Yeah, that's how I roll, Dave. Anyway, I better go. I'll see you guys later. Oh, bye, Benjamin. Okay, Marvin, so we're moving through these last 10 chapters of Isaiah, and we've heard how Isaiah gives hope for the future, where people from all nations will worship the Lord. And we've heard as Isaiah calls the people to turn from their sin and to turn to God now. Now, today, we're right in the middle of this last section. And here, the servant of the Lord that we read about last week, filled with the Holy Spirit, announces the good news that we've heard before about the coming new Jerusalem. So chapter 60 is a wonderful picture of people from all over coming and bringing gold and silver and other materials to rebuild Jerusalem and to restore its faded glory. God is there with his people and all is well forevermore. Oh, that sounds great. It is. And well, today we're going to read from chapter 61, where the servant of the Lord talks about what he has been sent to do for his people. Okay, great. So, well, what are we listening for, Dave? Well, we're going to read the first three verses of the chapter, and then the last two. So firstly, 
What will the servant put on his people's heads? Oh, okay. And then in the second section, well, what kind of clothes will he put on them? Okay, so what's going on their heads? And then what clothes will he put on them? Got it, Dave. Great. Okay, Marvin. So we're in Isaiah chapter 61. We're reading verse 1 to 3, and then we'll read verses 10 and 11. So if you're ready, go for it. Okay, boys and girls, here we go. So, the Spirit of the Lord and King is on me. The Lord has anointed me to announce good news to poor people. He has sent me to comfort those whose hearts have been broken. He has sent me to announce freedom for those who have been captured. He wants me to set prisoners free from their dark cells. He has sent me to announce the year when he will set his people free. He wants me to announce the day when he will pay his enemies back. Our God has sent me to comfort all those who are sad. He wants me to help those in Zion who are filled with sorrow. I will put beautiful crowns on their heads in place of ashes. I will anoint them with olive oil to give them joy instead of sorrow. I will give them a spirit of praise in place of a spirit of sadness. They will be like oak trees that are strong and straight. The Lord himself will plant them in the land. That will show how glorious he is. Yep, and then moving on to verse 10. The people of Jerusalem will say, We take great delight in the Lord. We are joyful because we belong to our God. He has dressed us with salvation as if it were our clothes. He has put robes of godliness on us. We are like a groom who is dressed up for his wedding. We are like a bride who decorates herself with jewels. The soil makes the young plant come up. A garden causes seeds to grow. In the same way, the Lord and King will make godliness grow, and all the nations will praise him. Thanks, Marvin. So yeah, what will the servant put on his people's heads? Oh, beautiful crowns, Dave. Yep, that's it, Marvin. In place of ashes. Now, in those days, if you were really very sad, you would put ashes on your head as a sign of that sadness. But we read here, the Lord will take away his people's sadness and give them joy. No ashes, beautiful crowns instead. And then, well, what would he put on the people? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was robes of godliness, Dave. Yeah, I'm not really sure what robes of godliness are, but they sound pretty good. Well, Marvin, think of it this way. All of us sinners, our sins kind of leave marks on us, stains, dirty splodges all over us. So if we were to walk up to the new kingdom, the new Jerusalem, it would be like turning up in our dirtiest old clothes that, you know, we wear playing out in the garden in the mud. But the servant, Jesus, takes all that away and in its place gives us bright, shiny, white, perfect new clothes that have no sin splotches on them at all. They're completely clean because Jesus takes away our sin and gives us his righteousness. That's what the robes of godliness are like. Oh yeah, so they are really good. Yep, and I don't know about you boys and girls, but when I think of myself in royal robes and with a crown on, it's kind of funny almost. I am definitely not royalty, and I don't deserve any fancy robes of godliness or crowns on my head. And You know, I don't know if we'll wear actual robes and crowns or if those are just pictures that God uses in the Bible to explain how good things will be, but either way, you know, passages like today's passage, they really point me to God's amazing grace. Oh, well, how do you mean, Dave? Well, you see, Marvin, when I imagine being treated that way by God and by Jesus, 
When I think about him putting a crown on my head, my first thought is, no, that's not for me. I don't deserve that. I know my sinful heart, boys and girls, and I am a sinful man. But, you know, that's how amazing God's grace is, because I'm right, I definitely don't deserve that at all. But that is how God treats us. He honors us. He treats us not as the sinners we are, but as his sons and daughters, sons and daughters of the king. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean, Dave. Yeah, that is amazing. So today, boys and girls, as you think about that crown being put on your head and Jesus giving you those robes of godliness, well, I hope you're amazed too. And so today, let's thank God for his amazing, incredible grace. Thank him for honoring sinners like us. Thank him for adopting us as his sons and daughters. Yeah, amen, Dave. Yeah, we'll do. And, well, that will do it for today, boys and girls. So, just two days left in Isaiah. And we'll be back tomorrow to hear some interesting facts. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. Okay, well, bye, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.